Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. And a good evening to everyone. Tonight our topic is all about how to stay grounded during the holidays. But it also applies to every day of the year. You know, as being grounded is such an important part of manifesting our dreams, our connection to others, source, and self-care. So tonight we will briefly explain what being grounded means, why it's important to ground during the holidays, and give you a few tips and techniques for grounding yourself. So let's get into the topic. Marianne, do you want to start by explaining what being grounded means? Sure, thanks, Ryan. Yes, well, I think being grounded simply means that you're connected to Earth and to natural energies and and that you're aware of this connection. You're balanced and centered in your mind, body, and soul and are able to keep that state no matter what goes on around you. So one way to see if you need grounding can be to check and see if you're feeling a bit floaty or spacey, like you're too much in your head and not enough in your body. You know, when we come across someone and we say that they seem so down to earth, then we have most probably met a very grounded person. There's a certain, like, authentic composure and and soulful solidness about them. Mm, Yeah, that spacey, disconnected feeling is really a key, Marianne. And, And I find that if I go and go and go all morning and didn't get a moment to uh, take time to ground myself before starting the day, or if I just didn't, you know, if I forgot to do it, I'm way too much in my head. So just a few moments each morning to ground yourself after sleeping is really important. That's so right, Ryan. And that self-awareness is, is like a great companion to, to have during the day also. And, you know, I even stop up during the day as well to, to check up on myself and, and think, how am I feeling right now? Am I feeling spacey? Uh, or you know, and one way to remedy that spacey feeling we we just talked about could be to spend some time in nature, for example. We're, we're going to come up with a lot of more examples during the show tonight. But um, like being in nature makes us feel alive and in touch with the real world, and it connects us with our physical senses. You know, the like the smell of summer rain on a warm on warm asphalt, or the rustling of autumn leaves, or the creaky sound of snow when you walk on it, and and when you feel the sun on your body or sand beneath your feet, um, all those natural things can definitely help to ground us. And, um, you know, indigenous peoples all over the world who, who live by their traditional lifestyle are very grounded. It's just a natural part of their life. And they use their senses to be in tune with their surroundings in a, in a very calm way. So I think in a nutshell that that's what, what being grounded means, Ryan. So, but shall we look at the other side of the coin? and look at some of the things that can make us feel not so grounded and balanced in our daily lives, and especially during the holiday season? Yeah, definitely. The the holiday season is exciting for the whole family. And, you know, there's a lot going on, lots to do on our to-do list, and lots of expectations. And the beauty of the holidays is that we get to take time to remember what is important in our lives. So, you know, however... You know, that joyful place, um, being in that joyful place, is is, we're we're meant to be there and remain there from the heart. But it can quickly slip away from us uh, amongst all the hustle and bustle of the season. Mm. And, you know, as much as celebrating 
can be fun. It can also be a time when the ego kicks in and it starts to make us feel inadequate. And we often have obligations from family and friends and, um, you know, work and our to-do list may seem to never, never end. And we may feel that we haven't done enough for those around us. Uh, to make the holidays pleasurable, or that we haven't bought enough or got the right things. And then we start to think, um, you know, that we just haven't done the right things. And I know that this happens to me a lot. You know, okay, here's a Santa spoiler, everyone. So please, if kids are around, (laughs) close their ears for a moment, please. Um, But I often think that, you know, I've got to make Santa look like he went to town with the presents under the tree. And it can get ridiculous. And the guilt starts to really kick in afterwards. And then I think I've done either too much or not enough. And, you know, so all these doubts and emotions can cause us to feel really guilty for not doing better. And they can make us feel like, you know, we're not worthy because perhaps we couldn't afford what we think we should get. And this can really begin to eat away at our self-esteem. Mm, right, definitely. I mean, all these emotions can, can really get to us. And, and everybody just wants to do something special for their family. And, and sometimes maybe we want to do too much. And, um, and you know, at the same time, we try to keep a happy face and we may joke to our friends and acquaintances about how much we're running around and, and they agree and we're all out of breath. And, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, it can be exhausting. Yeah, so, you know, obligations... Um, to attend events and run around can also wreak havoc on our physical bodies, Marianne. And, you know, this time Mm -hmm. of year is often spent shopping for gifts and running in and out of stores, uh, looking for decorations or food items, and it can really take its toll on our physical self. Um, We tend to do too much and spend too little time resting. So, uh, you know, when our mental, emotional, and physical body starts to feel compromised, we begin to get irritable and, uh, you know, a joyful time can quickly turn into a time that we dread or that we just wish away, which is really sad. Um, So this time of year is, it's a very important time for our own healing and our sanity and for practicing grounding ourselves. Yes, we really have to take, to remember to take care of ourselves, first of all, and and our family. Um, You know, here in Denmark, it's become very popular to actually go away during the holiday season and spend a quiet, no-stress Christmas in the, in a warmer climate, you know. Um, mm, but for those nice. of us who stay, yeah, <laughs> not bad. But um, but for those of us who stay, thankfully, we have other options at hand um, to get grounded and, and keep our sanity, not nonetheless. Um, and right now, we'll start to take a look at some of our favorite ways, right? Um, so some of, of my own favorite ways to ground are using visualizations and meditation and invoking archangels. And these these ways don't have to take a lot of time, really. One visualization I tend to use a lot is that of imagining that there are roots growing from my feet and they keep extending and extending right until they reach the center of the earth. And then I start imagining that my in-breath goes in through my left foot circles through my body and then leaves my body on the out-breath through my right, right foot. So left is the receiving side and right is the side with which we give. And then you can imagine that Mother Earth cleanses you out of negativity on your out-breath, and, which is the left foot, and um, I'm sorry, sorry the, the right foot, and revitalizes you on your in-breath via the, via, via the left foot. 
that's a that's a really nice medit- uh, visualization, you know, and and I love mm-hmm. that root visualization because, in fact, you know, I kind of do something similar to that in the shower or when I go outside, and I sometimes mm-hmm. just you know just kick off my shoes and stand in the dirt, and I just love to smell the dirt. Oh, actually, Marianne, I just ordered some patchouli herbs the other day. Um, patchouli is really good for grounding, and so I wear patchouli mm. oil a lot. It's really got that earthy oh, smell to it. It does. I love patchouli as well. Mm, wonderful. Oh, and speaking of earthy, <laughs> you, you can also visualize your earth star chakra, which is a chakra situated a little below your feet and which you need to activate in order to reach a higher connection as well. So just imagine that if you want to build if you want to build a build a tall building you need to first make a good and solid foundation otherwise your connection to what is high up will be unstable. So you want to activate your earth star chakra to to get that grounded feeling and that foundation. And to do that you can ask Archangel Sandalphon who's the protector of the earth and you can ask him to to come and uh, by simply calling on him in your mind or you can say his name. Uh, like with any archangels or angels, when you want to invoke them, you just say their name in your mind or, or out loud and then ask them to assist you in whatever you would like to them to help you with. And they always deliver and they each manifest their specific qualities. So just keep an open mind and you will find your own way of knowing when they're with you and how they help you. Um, do you have similar ways or, or maybe other ways in which you connect with the archangels, Ryan? Yeah, I've got these beautiful um, angel sprays that I use that are made with um, crystal-infused waters and herbs. And and I also love uh, the crystals angelite and celestite. I think those are really special and powerful ones for working with angels. Mm. Oh, yes. I love the angel sprays as well. And um, and you can also use those for meditation. I, I think you, you do that as well while we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I find that if I want to ground, I often do either a meditation of my own or I go to my favorite online grounding meditation. So thank you, Google. <laughs> um, but there's so <laughs> many great meditations. <laughs> there's so many great meditations out there on YouTube. And the most important is that you feel a positive connection with, with the meditation you want to do. And what I have often done also is put on shamanic drumming, a session you can find on YouTube as well. And I play like a 15-minute or 30-minute session or sometimes 45 minutes if I really want to get into it. And that is such an amazing way to get grounded. I mean, many types of music can help you ground, but drumming is one of the oldest ways of getting grounded. And it's also used by all indigenous peoples all over the world. And and as much as it grounds you, it's, it always uh, it also is a way of reaching higher states of awareness at the same time. So it's like an instant plug into being grounded at the same time. And I know you have your own drum, Ryan, right? So do you use it for grounding as well? Mm, I do. I love the drum, actually. And um, mm. I've got a really nice um, handmade Lakota Indian drum that I use. And I was taught how to use it um by my um, my art mentor Shiloh Sophia, and we use that a lot in our art workshops. So I do. I love the mm-hmm. I love the drums. Um, and you know, Marianne, one of my favorite ways to ground <laughs> this is my absolute favorite way is to eat. <laughs> and oh. I would love to do a holiday one time in Italy. It would be like my own version of eat, pray, love <laughs> holiday style. <laughs> oh, <nice>. So <laughs> yeah. Now. 
Eating is a great way to ground, although it shouldn't be done mindlessly. Um, it should be yeah. done really in a way of getting into that present moment. And, um, you know, I read an excellent article on uh, Chinese medicine, and it says how food carries an energetic influence on our life. Mon- our lives, our minds, and our bodies, and our spirits. So um, if you think about it, you know, food can make you feel great, or it can put you in a real slump, you know, if you've eaten too many potato chips or, or whatever. You really just feel kind of like, ugh. But if you've eaten something healthy, it makes you feel really good about yourself. So mindfully selecting foods is the best way to use food for grounding. Mm, that, that's such a good tip, Ryan. And, and when you think of it like that, um, uh, and I think you have some, some really great suggestions on which types of food can give us some, some grounding energies. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've got um, root veggies are really good for grounding. Things like yams, potatoes, uh, beetroots, carrots, turnips ginger are really good choices for grounding. They're all roots that grow in the ground anyway, and um, we're anchored into the dirt. So they really help us with our own anchoring and staying grounded, centered, um, connected to our own selves. Um, Nuts and other proteins are also great ways for grounding. Um, The main thing is to make sure that your vegetables and proteins are organic and not full of pesticides. Um, Filling up on chemicals is not going to help you ground, and it won't curb that spacey feeling uh, you get from being ungrounded. So that's really important, just to make sure that it's fresh and uh, free of pesticides. Mm -hmm. And I also know that in uh, North America, we eat a lot of root veggies during the winter, as they do in a lot of uh, uh, countries. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Sweet potatoes and um, pumpkin soup. Those are all really good um, options for grounding. Um, Oh, you know, Marianne, the best pumpkin, actually it was a butternut squash soup that I've ever, ever had, was in South Africa. They make a good root veggie soup. Um, Do you eat a lot of root veggies this time of year? (laughs) Yeah, well, I try to, and that that sounds delicious, that butternut squash soup. (laughs) And I I like soup Mm, forms or like baking baking root veggies in the oven as well. Um, And they're certainly readily available um, everywhere I mean at this time of year especially but, and I love the kind of musty smell of root veggies like parsnip or celery root as well and sometimes the, the, I find that the smell alone gives me that earthy feeling I love the smell of vegetables roasting it's really yeah it feels like winter and home um, you know but I'd also like to mention that uh, and this is a really hard one for me but refined sugars um, or processed foods, those are really not a good way to go when trying to ground. It's really best to avoid all of that if you're really trying to be mindful um, about what you put into your body. Um, and doing exercise can also help you get grounded. You know, taking a walk outside and just enjoying the nature, um, doing yoga. Yoga is a really nice way. There's some really uh, beautiful postures for grounding in yoga. Um, and these are all great ways to clear and get, you know, just to get yourself out of your head. And they might be especially good for you if you have a friend or two and you can do it together. Um, you know, it's a great way to relax and unwind. And I've been taking, you know, my little doggy out on walks every now and then when the weather is cooler. And just the other day, my husband and son joined me and it was just a really great way for us to explore our neighborhood together and catch up on things and just to share what's on our mind. You know, this is the time for family. So it's great if you have a buddy to go with, um, go with a buddy. 
But if you don't, you know, it's also a good time to just listen to the sounds of the world happening around you and just tune into your environment. And that's another way just to really um, ground yourself. I always feel refreshed after a good walk. Mm, I love that one. Yeah, I, I love walks as well. Um, and, and two of my other favorite sports is tennis and handball. And um, although I haven't played in many years, actually, I do remember that great feeling after playing, like you're talking about after you feel you feel refreshed after walk. And and mm-hmm. I, I love that feeling after you've done some sports, so you're just exhausted, but you're so full of energy at the same time, and it, it's very grounding. <laughs> and and speaking of exercise, of course, also drinking water is a, is a great way to ground. So some more of our favorite ways that we'll mention here are those and mantras as well. Now we've mentioned before the Earth Star Chakra, but there's also your Root Chakra, which helps to promote feelings of safety and security. It deals with survival, and it's like your earthly link between your body and Earth's energies. It's located at the base of your spine, uh, of our spine, and you can use crystals on that chakra that will help you go from feeling spacey to feeling grounded very quickly. And some crystals you can use for grounding here are hematite, Apache tear and smoky quartz, for example. You can also put these on your feet when you're lying down, or you can even hold them in your left hand, which is, again, the receiving hand. So hematite feels almost magnetic, and it can give you a very good feeling of being pulled down to earth very very quickly. Yeah, I love the, the feeling with the hematite. It's a real earthy pull. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and another thing, I also love working with mantras, and one that I sometimes write on a post-it sticker and, and stick on my computer screen or on my door is the one that says, energy flows where attention goes. And I find this one works in so many situations, and but also in the context of grounding. If, if uh, Like, for example, if you're putting your attention on the stress and the next thing you have to do and the next thing after that, then you're not in the now. And when you're not in the now, in the present moment, you're not grounded. So, um, mm-hmm. But do you have a favorite mantra that, that helps you ground, Brian? You know, um, I don't. I I don't really use mantras for grounding. I actually haven't done it before. Um, I've used them for abundance or protection, but not for, for grounding. So I'm actually interested to hear, you know, what, what kind of mantras you do. Can you share them with us, Marianne? Mm. Well, I can just share a, a few, maybe. Um, sure. I mean, you can you can use very simple mantras as you work with your root chakra, for example, as I mentioned before. And you can, just in your mind or out loud, you can say, "I'm safe. I'm grounded," and repeat it as many times you feel like it. Um, and even add things of, of your own. And what you want to do when you are working with your root chakra is, is you want to talk to your sense of survival and your sense of feeling safe. So you can really make up your own mantras and that help you that help promote those feelings in you. And I also sometimes use some Indian Vedic mantras that I um, learned from a very um, wonderful lady um, I, I knew in, in when I lived in Bahrain, actually. And uh, I can put those up on our Facebook page. They're, they're really powerful Vedic mantras as well. Oh, yeah. Please put them up. I want to see them. And I'm going mm. to definitely use that one. I am safe. I am grounded. That's a great one. Um, you know, being grounded uh, can also help with uh, your physical nervous system. And I was researching some studies uh, that show the effects of grounding on our bodies, and I found that there is proof that grounding has a calming and balancing effect on the nervous system, uh, which is exactly what we need during the holidays. And this is really good for people who have, um, you know, um, 
autoimmune diseases. Um, there's a biophysicist named James uh, Osh Oshman. Gosh, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your, pronounce your name, James. <laughs> but he explains that, um, and these are his words, mm -hmm. the moment your foot touches the earth or you connect to the earth through a wire, your physiology changes. An immediate normalization begins, and an anti-inflammatory switch is turned on. People stay inflamed because they never connect with the earth. The source of free electrons, which can neutralize the free radicals in the body, can cause disease and cellular destruction. Earthing is the easiest and most profound lifestyle change anyone can make. Wow, Rhonda, those are very powerful words. I think maybe we should we should put that but that up on our Facebook page as well because that that's really um very useful um, information and it's it's so easy to do as well to to ground and to to just go out and touch you know and stand on the earth with your with your bare feet. So what a wonderful what a wonderful way. Um, and you know wherever you live, you always see children play outside. It's like they they naturally just know that it it's good for you. Um, I I certainly grew up spending a lot of my childhood outside. I think most children do, and we we went through all four seasons. And I still, you know, honor that desire to want to be outside a lot. I mean, we were running around barefoot on the beach or in the grass, and in the winter time we were rolling in the snow. I mean, you know, in our winter clothes, and and we would get soaked in the rain in the autumn or toasted in the sun in the summer. <laughs> you know, just feeling the world with your <laughs> senses give. <laughs> Gives gives you that natural grounded feeling. Yeah, kids do this really naturally, and I I remember being a yeah. kid out in the garden with my friends, and and we would dig holes in the ground barefoot, and we would just dig with our hands in the earth, and <laughs> we always said we're digging to China, <laughs> but um, we did that all the time, and it was our natural way of getting grounded without really even knowing it, or maybe knowing it on a subconscious level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we wanted to dig our way to China too. That's what we said. That's funny. <laughs> but that's that's it about <laughs> that <is> children. They, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, children just intuitively know what what to do to keep themselves in a naturally balanced state before they start thinking too much about things. And you know, the hustle bustle of you know adult life gets uh, the better of them. I, I I guess we all try. We try all sorts of things to keep that balance throughout our life and. Sometimes it's good to remember that the simple things are, are often the most effective and even doing things with your hands like handicrafts, masonry or carpentry or weaving, knitting, pottery making. And of course, gardening is one of the ultimate ways of getting grounded. I mean, I read somewhere once also that when you create something with your hands, it not only helps to keep you grounded, but it can also keep depression at bay, actually, as you see instant results of your efforts and you get this sense of um, of gratification. Mm, yes, you know, I believe, uh, I totally believe in that, and I've experienced this with um, painting. So. Yeah, yeah, that's another great way to, to do something with your hand, hands. Um, and another thing you can do also is to give... Um, or even receive a massage, which is also very, very grounding. I often give my sons a shoulder rub or a hand massage, and it, it kind of calms everybody down, and it serves as a great way to bond as well, since we're also um, talking about, you know, family time and spending time together. Yeah, those are really great, great tips, Marianne. And I think, you know, we've given everyone some ideas 
for keeping grounded and in the moment this holiday. So uh, sometimes we just need to take a moment and just pause and breathe in and just be thankful for everything that we've got and let go of anything that's, you know, causing us stress or making us feel ungrounded or out of sorts. So just to recap a bit uh, on what we talked about tonight, we touched on being grounded and how it's important during the holiday season for our mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. We mentioned some ways for grounding, such as using uh, visualizations, meditations, uh, crystals, uh, getting out in nature, working with your hands, uh, exercise, um, gardening, and eating. So we would love to see some photos of uh, our listeners doing some of their favorite, uh, your favorite grounding techniques. So pop on over to our Facebook page and share it with our community. We would love to see them. And uh, we would love to thank all of our listeners um, for, for tuning in. And we'd love to hear from you. So you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Overcast and leave us a review or comment. And tonight, we would also like to open the platform up to you. And if there is a topic that you would like to hear about, please send us an email, and we'll, we'll do our very best to feature that uh, topic. And you can email, email us at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. And we hope that you'll tune in for our next show next week. Yes, thank you, Anne. And uh, with that, I think uh, all that's left to say, we'd like, like to say thank you for staying with us tonight, and we'll leave you with our roomy quote. The inspiration you seek is already within you. So good night, everyone, and thank you. Good night, everyone.